The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, May 3rd edition. We got a big one on tap, 13-game slate. Hope everybody had a good Thursday. It's nice to kind of have a little day off. It was uh, not worth it to put out the podcast. I would get out for about two hours before lock, so most people couldn't hear it. I was available in all the Slack chats I do and the Discord chats, and I helped out all the way to lock. So on days like that, if you need me, I'm there. We even broke down the two-gamer at night. So it was uh, just a timing issue and not uh, completely worth the deal. But we are back for 13 games on this Friday. And a lot of really interesting pitching options as well as hitting options on this slate. It's going to be a fun one, as you kind of expect with a 13-game slate. Um, let's get to the totals on this slate. You got Twins, Yankees, 7.5. A's, Pirates, 7.5. Tampa Bay, Baltimore, 9. Uh, Washington, Philly, 9. Braves, Marlins, 8. Royals, Tigers, 8.5. Giants, Reds, 8.5. Mariners, Indians, 8. Blue Jays, Rangers, 9.5. Red Sox, White Sox, 8. Mets, Brewers, 9. D-backs, Rockies, 11. Dodgers, Padres, 7. So we got some nice ones. You got Coors Field in play. You got Texas, a little Coors light action going on down there. You've got a game in Milwaukee with a total of 9. So you got three big games to target there. Plus Baltimore and Philadelphia's games have totals of 9. So you you got five games of 9 or more out of the 13 on this slate. Plus, you got a seven in San Diego to look at, and a couple seven and a halfs in New York and Pittsburgh. So it's definitely some different directions you can go on this slate. And when you're looking at the weather, first off, if you're playing the the showdown for Wrigley, the wind is blowing in from left field about 12 miles an hour. So you, we love those blowing games for pitchers, blowout games for hitters. So keep an eye on that one. But on your main slate, a couple spots to pay attention to is Pittsburgh, Oakland at the Pirates. It's going to be pretty wet early on, but it dries off as the night comes out. So on the initial looks, possibly a late start, or you never know. Things can change. So keep an eye on Pittsburgh. And then Toronto at Texas, 50 to 60% chances of rain there in Arlington. So that could be pretty nasty. But we know how volatile that, that weather is down there and the thunderstorms and all that stuff. So keep an eye on that. A lot can change from now until lock. But those are the two that kind of are, are atop the equation at the moment. All right, let's go to the pitching on this massive, massive slate. Uh, you got James Paxton up top of 10-3 uh, against Minnesota. I respect Minnesota. Paxton's been great, but there's other options I'll spend money on. And one I'm looking at tonight is Clayton Kershaw at 10-1 at the San Diego Padres. Kershaw 
It's not pretty, but he's getting it done. Six or more Ks in all three starts. 20 or more DraftKings points in all three starts. He hasn't given up more than two runs in each start. Uh, six innings pitched or more. He's given up a home run in two out of three starts. And he's played Cincinnati at Milwaukee and Pittsburgh. So he's been very, very good. He got up to 101 pitches his last time out. So the, the, the leash is off, Kershaw. And he's 10-1. This is a value for an elite pitcher. An elite pitcher going up against the San Diego Padres team that strikes out 27% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Uh, Kershaw, 24% K rate, 49% ground ball rate. Lots to like there. Like I said, he might give up a home run. He's given up a couple you know, small homers on the season, but the strikeouts add up. 20 or more DraftKings points with 30-point upside is very, very good. And San Diego has the lowest total on the slate at 3.1. Lefty's 294, righty's 279. Now the Padres do have a lot of power versus lefties. A 320 Woba, but a 227 ISO lets you know that they really get it in when they get it in. Like Fran Mill Reyes, Hunter Renfro, even a little Will Myers and a couple others. They can be kind of GPP one-offs or a really, really contrarian GPP stack. I, I get it. It's at San Diego and Petco Park, so it's not the most ideal thing in the world. And I like Kershaw 10-1. If you want to pay up, that's one of the guys I'm looking at. In that same vein, you got Chris Sale at 9900 bucks. Chris Sale has been a mess. But his last few starts, 23-6, 23-1. He has eight or more Ks in each of these last two starts. He has six or more in his last three. He got to 111 pitches this last time out against Tampa Bay. Seven innings, four hits, two earned, three walks, eight Ks. He's really got it stretched out. He's starting to, you know, the velocity's not consistent. The stuff's not consistent. It's it's ugly. I like Kershaw more as a, as a safety net. But when it comes to Chris Sale, there's tremendous upside against a White Sox team striking out 24% of the time versus lefties. Sale's got the 36% K rate, 44% ground ball rate, 28% hard contact rate. The White Sox team totals 3.45, third lowest on the slate. Lefty's hitting 202, righty's 244. When you look at the White Sox, a 316 Woba, that's okay. But a 137 ISO tells you they're not doing much with it. Not a lot of power with it against left-handed pitching. So Chris Sale could be an interesting pivot as Kershaw is the quote-unquote safer big name up top. For $200 cheaper, you Chris Sale uh, in a tougher ballpark to pitch in in Chicago, definitely. Um, and people kind of like the White Sox a little bit because every now and then they get on a spurt and they beat the crap out of out of pitchers. But Sale at 99 returning home, a little maybe revenge factor or sentimental value when he takes the mound there in Chicago. And 9900 bucks is very, very intriguing in this one. A couple others up top here. got Tyler Glass now at 96 against the Baltimore team. Strikes out a ton. Does have some pop. It is in Camden Yards, which is kind of a deterrent for me. Glass has been very, very good, so I don't hate him in a GPP. But I try to find my way up to Sale or Paxton. And then Matt Boyd. Matt Boyd. Boyd Boyd's over there. 9300 bucks. His price is getting up. He's at home against the Kansas City Royals. Boyd's been outstanding. Averaging 23 points per game. His lowest was two starts ago at Boston at 17. Other than that, he's been 20 or more in pretty much every single start this season. And he has not faced Kansas City yet. But it's a Kansas City team that strikes out almost 22% of the time versus lefties. Boyd, 24% K rate. Uh, does give up a lot of fly balls, though, and gives up some hard contact. So keep that in mind. But he's been very, very good pitching at home, and Detroit's going to help with the, the Royals' 3.9 team total. Lefty's 265, righty's 295, and a Royals team that really struggles versus left-handed pitching. 283 Woba, 147 ice. So like Hunter Dozier, he's very, very good. He's almost viable against almost any starting pitcher out there. So he's in play. Whit Merrifield's always in play. And they got a, like Jorge Soler could be a GPP Switch hitting out of Berto Montes. He's been playing much better at home than on the road this year. So something to keep in mind in that respect. So there's not like there's no threats in Kansas City. But by no means are you like avoiding this team. When you got a guy like Matt Boyd who's just been absolutely fierce at 9300 bucks. So I think Boyd's a really, really good player here in the 9K and above range. 
and he'll get. I think he gets overlooked with Sale and Kershaw above him. So my nine K and above, I got Boyd. Uh, I got Boyd one on price point alone. But if you want the number one pitcher, it's Kershaw. So I got Boyd one, Kershaw two. But in reality, if you're playing cash games, if you just want to pay all the way up, it's Kershaw. That's just how it's going to go. But if you're in GPPs and you want to save, you know, you're saving eight hundred bucks from Kershaw to go down to Boyd. I get it. I got Chris Sale three. I think he's a sneaky play tonight. Uh, there's a lot of risk. I think there's more risk with Sale than Boyd and Kershaw. That's why he's three. But the upside might be even higher for Sale. Like, like Kershaw can get 30 points. Boyd could, but not likely. Sale, you can see getting 30 really easily. Like, he can strike out 10-plus White Sox, and you can believe that. So there's that upside there with Chris Sale. And then you got Glass now there just out of respect because the kid's been dominant. It is the Baltimore Orioles you can pick on. Um, I got no problem going with, with, with Glass now there. He could be the lowest owner of the four here. But for me, it's Boyd, Kershaw, 1A, 1B, Sale, Beckham. All right, dropping down into the 8K range. Got Kevin Gossman at 8400 bucks at the Miami Marlins. Gossman has struggled his last couple starts out. Overall, really, really good on the season. But, you know, gave up five earned and back-to-back starts to, uh, to Colorado and then at Cincy. Prior to that, really, really good stuff there from Glassman. He faced Miami earlier this year, seven shutout innings with seven strikeouts. It's a Marlins team that can be pesky. You can ask the Cleveland Indians about that but also strikes out 27.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching. That's tremendous. Uh, Gossman only has a 20% K rate, but a 45% ground ball rate. Lots of upside there at 8400 bucks. A Miami team with a 3.7 team total. Lefty's 324, righty's 354. Gossman always a reverse splits type guy. But uh, Miami had 272 Woba and a 110 ISO, so not a lot of pop uh, against right-handed pitching. So Gossman can be very interesting at 8400 Sunny Gray at 82 has really switched things up. It is in Great American Small Park, so it's not my like favorite thing to do. Uh, he's, he's pitched much, much better on the road this year. He had a 4-5 ERA at home, a 3.06 on the road. He's uh, averaging 11 DK points at home compared to 21 on the road. So I wanted to bring him up just because it's the Giants, but at the same time, the Giants can even take advantage of Great American Small Park. But keep uh, Gray in mind if you want to get really contrarian in a GPP. Jared Eikhoff, this guy has been outstanding. 7400 bucks at home against Washington. Washington, very, very good offense. But what uh, Eikhoff's been doing, 20 or more DraftKings points in three, or two of three, 15 or more in all three. Um, he's In the two, he's had 20 or more. He's got given up zero earned runs. He struck out six or more in every start this season. He's really mixed up the pitch mix. His curveball has been electric. Uh, we broke him down with Nick Jurley of the pitcher list on uh, the latest Bench with Bubba episode 167. He did a deep dive on him. For pitcher list, and then I had him talk about it on the podcast. Go check that out. Lots of good info there on Jared Eikhoff. I'd highly, highly recommend going and listening to that. Um, Nick broke down some players really, really well. Good stuff on that episode. But uh, Jared Eikhoff, you know, facing a Nats team, but they do have some pop, but they also strike out 26% of the time versus righties. We're talking about a $7,400 Eikhoff, a guy that he's only given up runs on one of three starts this year. But even if he gives up a couple runs and still strikes out six-plus at that price point, that's tremendous. And people respect the Nats, and I get it. But again, 26% K rate compared to Eikhoff's 34% strikeout rate. Um, it's 15% swinging strike rate, 37% ground ball rate, only 29% hard contact rate. That's a lot of really, really good stuff there. Team total of 3.95, uh, middle of the pack on the slate. Lefties do it 378, but righties 221. So Eikhoff at 7400 bucks, very, very intriguing. Maybe more GPP than cash. But even at 7400 bucks, I can see the cash viability of a guy with 20-plus point upside in a good matchup there against the Washington Nationals. And then last but not least, you got Joe Musgrove at home against the Oakland A's. Watch the weather in this one at 7200 bucks for Musgrove, who's been very, very good. A quality start machine after quality start machine. 
Uh, when it comes to Musgrove, 2.08 ERA at home, one two three on the road. He's been very, very good this season, coming off an, an 18.2-point performance against the Los Angeles Dodgers. You know, he's not a world beater. He's not a master strikeout guy. He's got a 21% K rate, uh, Oakland 20% K rate, but a 46% ground ball rate. Keeps that ball in the ballpark, which is tremendous. Uh, you got an Oakland team with a 3.66 team total. It's fifth lowest on the slate. Lefty's 297, righty's 276. So a $7,200 pitcher faces a team with the fifth lowest total out of 26 teams. That stands out when you look at DraftKings pricing compared to what the odds makers feel on these things. And those are the kinds of things you can check out the Quant Edge. They have a great Vegas tool, and it changes as it changes throughout the day. And guys in the Discord chat talk about it and everything. It's, you know, they, they show the line movements, the total movements, the individual team total movements, and it really stands out on, you know, what you can get some late steam, and all of a sudden, like when I'm doing a first look now, you weren't really on a team, and then all of a sudden, the lines start moving so much, you go, oh, okay, and you look into it some more, and then they blow up at night. Like, it doesn't always work that way, but you can find a lot of hidden gems using that Vegas tool at thequantedge.com, and you can try it out with an MLB season pass or a first-month all-sport or a five-day trial by using promo code Bubba to get you the discounts you need over there at thequantedge.com. Go use promo code Bubba and check it out. They even just uh, dropped the new bullpen tool yesterday, which shows you like how they've been used the last few games, which bullpens are worse than others, which ones are fatigued. So when you're building your stacks, you can realize you're not just stacking against the starters, you're stacking against the entire bullpen and starter combo and really stands out what's best for you. So go check out the quantage.com promo code Bubba for everything you need there. Recapping our 7 and 8K pitchers, you got Musgrove 1, Eikhoff 2. Eikhoff's very, very sneaky good. Sneaky good. Gossman 3, Sunny Gray 4. All right, let's drop down into the punt range. The fun, fun punt range. Uh, you got Mr. 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 Ronaldo Lopez. $7,000 at Chicago White Sox. He's going to be a little more popular today. We've been on him a lot. A lot. He's got 21 or more points in three straight. Coming off 42.5. We're going to out 14 Detroit Tigers. Do I expect this? No. I'd take 15 or more. It's going to be dicey because Boston obviously hit the ball. But Giolito... Ronaldo Lopez can do what Giolito did last night and a little better. Giolito's CSW rate, talked about that with Alex Fast in an episode of Benjamin Bubba's, his called strike and swinging strike rate combined is one of the top in baseball in the month of April. Giolito's been very, very good. He just gives up the meatball from time to time. That's what Ronaldo Lopez does. He has phenomenal fastball, a phenomenal strikeout arsenal. He just likes to lead the ball on a tee once in a while. Or he walks too many guys. That's Ronaldo's bugaboo. The last three starts, we've seen Ronaldo really do his thing. And Boston is a very talented lineup, but you saw Giolito. He still got you about 15 points yesterday, uh, Massimenos. So you look at a guy like Ronaldo Lopez, you know, Boston 21% K rate, Lopez 21% strikeout rate. He just gives up a lot of fly balls. If he can keep that ball in the ballpark, he's going to be very, very scary tonight. Boston 4.16 total. It's about 10th best on the slate. So about a third of the, of the slate. Lefty's 332, righty's 339. But when you look at Boston, it's very interesting with this ball club. A 310 Woba, that's barely average, and a, a below average 149 ISO versus right handed pitching. Yes, they, they can get it done. Benny, Benny's heating up. Betts is heating up. JD's always there. They got pop in that lineup. Chavis, Devers is heating up. There's a lot to like there. At the same time, for $7,000, if you want to be contrarian with some tremendous upside, you don't get a lot of $7,000 pitchers with 20 to 30 point upside. And by no means am I saying he's getting you 30 points tonight. But I could see a world where he gets you 20-plus. I could also see a world where he's out by the second inning. But that's what you get in a GPP with Ronaldo Lopez at 7K at home against the Boston Red Sox. 
A couple other ones to look at here. You got Jorge Lopez of Kansas City at Detroit, 6500 bucks. Always pick on uh, Detroit whenever you can. It's all good with Lopez. He got 12.7 the first time he faced him. Six innings, two earned, three Ks. He's not a world beater, not a big strikeout guy, but in cash games, if you want to save some cash at 6500 bucks, zero problems with Jorge Lopez going up against Detroit and their uh, 4.62 team total. Their team total is higher than Boston, but they have a 288 Woba and a 138 ISO first right-handed pitching. So Lopez at 65 is in play. And then Tyler Beatty, I just wanted to mention him because price point alone is outstanding. 6100 bucks. It is in Great American Small Park. I get it. This guy was one of the top pitching prospects in the Giants system a while back. And then he scuffled for a couple of years. Like looked really bad. They moved him to the bullpen. They moved him back to rotation. He's back to the rotation. He had a great spring for the Giants. There's rumors he might start with the team. He didn't. He's still only 25 years old. Still super young. And he's been great this season. 22 and two-thirds down there in Sacramento. 199 ERA. 108 whip. 34 Ks to 10 walks in five starts this season. So he's really, really getting it done there for the Gigantes. And 6100 bucks against the Cincinnati team that struggles uh, a lot to hit the ball right now. They're really, really having themselves some issues. Cincinnati's got a high team total just above Detroit. Uh, lefty's 336, righty's 260 off Beattie. But the, the the Reds, a 281 Woman of 164 ISO is not threatening at all. It is Great American Small Park, but 6100 bucks. Big GPP upside. It opens up all the bats in the world for you. So I got no problem with Tyler Beatty. If you want to take the risk, I think he's a he's a big, big risk upside type guy. And really stands out to me on this one. So I got Beatty 1, uh, Ronaldo Lopez 2, and Jorge Lopez 3. Uh, the difference between Ronaldo and Beatty, it's price point alone. That's all it is. It's just saving cash when you're punting it away. But if, you're, if you want one of these punts for cash, you play Jorge Lopez, GPP, it's Beatty, and it's Ronaldo. Recapping your pitching real quick up top. It's Boyd, Kershaw, Sale, Glasnow. In the middle, Musgrove, uh, Eikhoff, Gossman, Gray. Down below, Beattie, Ronaldo Lopez, and Jorge Lopez. All right, let's go to the bats on this 13-game slate. We got a doozy. A doozy. You got Gary Sanchez against Kyle Gibson at 5K. Tough to pay 5K for a catcher. You got Rhea Mutos in play. But you drop down. You save some cash at catcher tonight because you want to get all the bats elsewhere. You start with guys like Mike Zanino. 3900 bucks for Stan Straley. We know Dan Straley. Lefties and righties can get to him. Tampa Bay third highest team total at 5-2-3. It's just behind the two Colorado totals. So it's the highest total not in Colorado is the Tampa Bay Rays. Lefties 365, righties 332 for Stan Straley. So Zanino at 3039. Very much worth a look in that matchup. Sliding on down some more. You could look at like an Austin Barnes or Russell Martin at 38 versus Eric Lauer. If you so choose, I try to get up to Zanino if you're going to spend up like this. Or you drop down 100 bucks to Wilson Ramos at 3700 He's really going to start getting it going here sooner than later. I keep, I keep preaching it. It's coming. The guy is too darn good. Hits the ball too darn hard to be sitting like this for too long. Uh, when it comes to the Mets, lefty's 302, righty's 295 versus Brandon Woodruff. So you can take a look at uh, Wilson Ramos at 37 Or you can go down. Jet, uh, James McCann, huge game versus David Price on the two-game slate. 25 DraftKings points. Uh, he's 3600 versus Sale. GPP only is in play. But at the same price point, you got Jorge Alfaro, who's really been hitting well. 288 average, five dongs on the season. Uh, 9, 2, 21, 6, 6 in his last five. He's got big boy upside, 3600 bucks for Kevin Gossman. And Kevin Gossman's massive reverse splits. It'd be better if it was in Atlanta than Miami. But nothing we can do about that. So Jorge Alfaro at 36. Don't hate that at all uh, if you want to save some cash. A few others to take a look at. And this is also a night. Look for lineups. You'll get a couple cheat catchers. If you want to punt the catcher's position to get more expensive bats elsewhere, it is a great idea to do so. 
But if you want to go to uh, Pittsburgh against Brian Anderson, or Brett Anderson, sorry, Brett Anderson, Elias Diaz at 35, very solid look there uh, for Pittsburgh at that price point. If Zunino's not starting, and it's Michael Perez for the, 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 the Rays at 3,400, big fan of that play as well to save some cash at the position. Uh, if you aren't using Tyler Beatty, you can go to Tucker Barnhart. Barnhart's been struggling quite a bit this season compared to what we're used to. 3300 bucks could come into play as a cheaper option for you. I got Beef Wellington versus Sale. And like I said, you got um, you got Danny Jansen in a great matchup versus Mike Miner. Jansen's been horrible this year. It's very, very frustrating. But those are some of the guys you can look at. Otherwise, wait, there'll, there'll be a couple cheapies like Martin Molinado or maybe Jeff Mathis or something like that that you can just punt the position, pray for some upside, and then get bats and pitching elsewhere. Might be the way to go here on a 13-gamer. First base, you got Belly is always in play. Doesn't matter lefty or righty unless it's an ace. But like Christian Walker in Coors at 55 versus Brett Anderson is very, very attractive. Arizona's got the highest team total, just barely above Colorado. But uh, Brett Anderson, 313 lefties, 297 righties. It's Coors Field. It's the Arizona Dimebacks are hitting the ball really, really well. Christian Walker is a solid, solid play. Uh, you can look at Luke Voigt, GPP at 52, but I try to get up to Walker or go down a little farther. Like guys like Freddie Freeman at 51 versus Urania. You want to target lefties versus Urania. But Reese Hoskins showing a lot of pop versus righties compared to lefties this year. He's averaging 10.4 points a game on the season. He has seven or more DraftKings points in five straight starts. He's 5K versus Jeremy Hellickson. Something to definitely look at. Philadelphia 5.05 team total, fifth highest on the slate. Lefties 333, righties 306 versus Hellboy. But uh, just like uh, some of the pitchers we talked about with the reverse splits, Hoskins got some power in reverse splits versus right-handed pitching. So 5K for Hoskins, definitely worth a look. Farther down we go, though, like Yandy Diaz at 48. It's very, very enticing versus Dan Straley. Uh, Jose, Jose Abreu in a GPP versus Sale. Abreu is on fire. Straight fuego at the dish these days. Uh, didn't do much last night, of course, in a two-game slate. We needed him the most. But prior to that, 25, 12, 8, 10, 15, 5, 30. He is crushing baseballs. 4600 bucks GPP versus sale. Uh, Hunter Dozier versus Boyd at 46 worth a look in a GPP. Uh, G-Man Choi would be a very interesting option against Dan Straley. 4500 bucks a little more than I like to pay for G-Man Choi. But very, very intriguing to say the least. Uh, Logan Forsyth swinging it well. I'd probably rather play him at third base than first. But he's in play if you're stacking Texas, I'd say. Um... Nico Goodrum, F42 versus uh, Jorge Lopez. like that quite a bit. First base outfit eligible if you want to save some cash at either position. Nico Goodrum, big time upside in those matchups. Brandon Belt versus Sonny Gray at 41. Belt hits the ball a lot better on the road. I know, not, not surprising many there. But a lot more power on the road. Four homers on the road this season compared to one at home. He gets AT&T to death. I, I retweeted, or I quote tweeted a thing from uh, Darren Williams with StatCast. The other night, Belt hit one of the triples alley. It probably went 400, like, eight feet, and it got caught. It's just, it happens to Belt all the time. I, I preached it and preached it and preached it. This guy's a 25 to 30 home run guy in a good ballpark. You put him in a great American small park, maybe 35 home run guy. He has elite power, just doesn't get to utilize it. So 41 for Belt's very interesting. Uh, Nate Lau, or Nate Lowe, sorry. It's going to happen a lot this year. Nate Lowe of Tampa Bay at 4K against Straley's very enticing. So is Joey Votto versus Beatty. If you're not using BD at 4K. So there's definitely options all over the price points as you'd expect on a 13-game slate. But definitely at first base. It's a little different at other positions, but at first base, definite upside there. Like Jesus Aguilar, 3800 bucks for Steven Matz. Aguilar heating up quite a bit. Lefty's 270, righty's 310 off Matz. So Aguilar at 38 gives you some salary relief with some GPP upside. It's like for a cash game, if you want to be cheap, 
you go to like the Joey Votto at 4K. You want the GPPF side, maybe you drop down to Aguilar at 38. Stuff like that is how you can save some cash and differentiate. But other than that, uh, Will Myers and GPP is 37. And from there, just check your lineups as a few others will show up. Second base, Cattell Marte and Coors at 54. Very, very exciting. Uh, Went Merrifield at 5K, not bad. Uh, Brandon Lau versus Dan Straley at 48 is outstanding. Lau went deep again yesterday. This kid's good. Really, really good. 4800 bucks. Big part of a Tampa Bay stack if you said you to go there. As I mentioned before, the top to top team total outside of Coors. Uh, Tampa will be very, very good tonight against Baltimore, as most teams against Baltimore are very, very good. Uh, Danny Santana, first base, second base, eligible at 47. I'd play him at second base over first base, but uh, he's been outstanding, averaging 11 points in his last 12, uh, 10 games, 11.4 points on the season. 23, 0, 22, 21. 21 or more in three of his last four. And he's back home against Trent Thornton, who has not been good. So Danny Santana at 47, very, very solid look tonight. Michael Chavis at 44 is in play. Johnny VR, very contrarian play versus Glass now that I don't mind at all. 4300 bucks, uh, big upside there. But, you know, yeah, Kiki Hernandez, second base outfield at 43 versus Lauer. We know how much Kiki loves his left. He's hits him very, very well. And the Dodgers, uh, lefty's 337, righty's 331 versus Lauer. Um, Kiki at 43 is a very solid look for you there if you need to save some cash. A few others to take a peek at. Robinson Cano at only 41 versus Woodruff is very, very live in this matchup. Uh, Adam Frazier, not so much. But like Chad Pender, even if he's, I know it's righty-righty, 39, I don't hate it. Brandon Drury, he's been on fire since Vladito's been called up. Averaging over 11 points his last 10. Got you seven more last night. It's 7-0-14-21-15-16. So four, seven or more in like five of his last six or something. He's been crushing it. Gets Miner. Miner's a good pitcher in Arlington, though. I'll take that upside at 3900 bucks. It's basically a Coors Field environment for not Coors Field pricing. Uh, also, Rugden Odor is 3800 So two nice GPP, cheaper options there. But your cash game punt or even possibly GPP it's Jose Peraza, second base shortstop at 3700 against Tyler Beattie. That's some insane savings if you're looking for it. You don't have to go down there if you don't want to, but that's some uh, really nice savings at that price point. Third base position, you got Eduardo Escobar and Coors at 55. He gets lefties just fine. I like that quite a bit. Then you got Aaron Otto at 55 as well versus Robbie Ray. So two good looks there in Coors. Yeah, Yandy Diaz, we already talked about him at 48. Solid looks. Same with Hunter Dozier and a GPP at 46. Uh, as you slide on down, though, it's not as juicy as usual, but like Jeff McNeil, 4,500, third base outfield eligible. Mentioned Mike, Michael Chavis, Logan Forsyth. I like Chavis much, much more than Forsyth for that power upside he brings to the table. A few others you could take a peek at would be uh, Eugenio Suarez against Beattie at 43. We love Suarez versus lefties, but in Great American Small Park at that price point, he's, he's in play. Uh, Rafael Devers continues to get going, still has not left the building yet. But he's you know he's, he's averaging eight points in his last ten. He's a, he's a pretty good cash game play. Six, ten, seven, nineteen, six, five, twelve, eleven. You know he's consistently getting it done. He just hasn't left the building yet. Good matchup here tonight if you're playing Boston and fading Ronaldo. A few others. Justin Turner's only four K versus Lauer. He's really started to get it going of late. Uh, like slowly getting it going of late. So I should say, but four K. Brandon Jury at thirty nine worth a look for you there. Like we talked about at the other positions. Yeah, Jaime Candelario at 36 versus Jorge Lopez. Not a bad cheap play at all. I like that quite a bit for a cheapie. And then third base shortstop eligible, Manny Machado at 36 versus Kershaw. Yes, I respect the hell out of Kershaw. But if you're getting weird, 
and you get Machado at thirty six hundred bucks, you run with that sometimes. By no means is it a gimme because I respect what Kershaw's doing, but that could be sneaky nice. And then Brian Anderson, he's third base outfield eligible for Miami. He's thirty five hundred bucks for his reverse splits, Gossman. So I don't mind that at a punt at all. So those are a couple cheaper options there at the position. All right, let's head over to the shortstop position. You got Trevor Story in Coors versus a lefty at 56. Always attractive. You got Eduardo Escobar at 55. Very solid look as well. Um, Tim Anderson versus Chris Sale at 47. It's interesting. Like Gene Segura at 46. If you're attacking Helix, then you can go there. Um, otherwise, you're going to actually you spend way up at short or you get different. Johnny VR at 43. Xander Bogarts at 43 are both options for you. Like Nick Ahmed in Coors versus Tyler Anderson at 43. I like that a lot. That's a nice, cheaper piece of Coors in a good spot. And the Mets showed some nice power, surprising power this season. So I don't mind that at all. Um, going down farther, though, it's pretty bleak. Like You could look at Ahmed Rosario at 42 if you want. But Jose Peraza at 37 stands out as a big one uh, at the position. So it's really odd. Willie Adamas, 36, if you want to get different. And then Cole Tucker against Brett Anderson at 36. Again, Manny Machado's 36. So you got some of these really, really cheap options. You got Jose Peraza getting at 37. Other than that, you know, Nick Ahmed at 43 and go all the way to the top. It's 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 weird for shortstop. It's super deep, but a lot of these really good shortstops have really tough matchups that you could go to if you want to get really weird, but I don't think you need to tonight. Outfield, it's gonna be loaded. Um, just keep 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 your notepad ready. You got Belly, yes. Joey Gallo against Thornton in Texas at 55 is outstanding in the GPP. Maybe no, I can't go Joey Gallo cash, but he's been playing good enough to be cash lately. But he's been outstanding. Yeah, Cattell Marte we talked about already. David Peralta, um, both in Coors. Mookie Betts heating up at 51. Not shabby, but Tommy Pham at 5K will get overlooked in a great spot versus uh, Straley. Let's keep that in mind. And then you drop down. Adam Jones in Coors at 49 against Anderson's outstanding. That is a great play, a little bit of a value there. You got Sinsu Chu at home against Thornton at 49. Very, very solid play as well. Um, farther down, though, starting Marte at 47 versus Brett Anderson is definitely worth a look. Um, Ronald Acuna at 46. He's really going to get it going soon. But you got McCutcheon and Bryce Harper, both 46. McCutcheon's been on fire lately. So both those guys are nice values versus Jeremy Hellickson. Keep them in mind. But it gets better. It gets better. Yeah, Jeff, Jesse Winker at 45. His price keeps rising. Remember, it was about a week ago. He was like mid-threes when we were playing him. He's 45 now versus Tyler Beattie. He's in play. It gets better. Yeah, Jeff McNeil. Uh, no more Mazzara is only 45 versus Thornton. And here's the one. I really want to know who's about to get fired in DraftKings. Because we mentioned Mookie Betts is 51. And we mentioned a lot of names since then. J.D. Martinez is $4,400 versus Ronaldo Lopez. J.D. Martinez, 4400 bucks. Not saying he's a must-play, but that is a tremendous discount for one of the best hitters in all of baseball. Just throwing that out there. Sometimes you just price-enforce the shit out of things. That is a price-enforce move. You do not have to play him. It's a 13-game slate with a lot of options, but he should be 5K or more. You are getting a savings with J.D. Martinez against Ronaldo Lopez. So that is crazy. And Andrew Benintendi is only 4300 bucks. So... Those two right there are mispriced. Mispriced big time. Benny's been heating up on deep yesterday. Big mispricing. All right, back to it though. Brett Gardner, Avisil Garcia, both in great matchups at 43. Nick Castellanos versus Jorge Lopez at 43. Cassie's heating up as well. So I like that quite a bit. We do like our low Kane versus lefties. He's facing Steven Matz. Kiki Hernandez versus Steven Matt, or versus a lefty as well. So this 43 to 4400 buck range is loaded. 
You got Nico Gooder at 42. I already talked about how much I like him. If you are targeting Jose Urania with the Atlanta Bats, you want lefties, like I said before. Nick Marquegas at 42. Definitely in play for you there. Slide that down some more. Like a Randall Gritchick versus a minor, 4200 bucks. Good GPP play in that ballpark. We've mentioned Brandon Belt at 41 already. He is in play tonight. Ryan Braun went deep yesterday. He does like lefties as well. He's 4100 Keep an eye on him. Uh, sliding on down some more to the 4Ks and below. You like Hunter Renfro versus Kershaw. He could be in play for you if you so choose. Jorge Soler versus Boyd at 39 GPP type deal. Uh, let's see what else we can come up with. Brandon Nemo at 39 versus Woodruff. Nice value play in that matchup. Um, I know there'll be a few more down here. Teoscar Hernandez, GPP only at 38. Steven Duggar, if he's leading off, he's 37. He's been struggling tremendously, so keep that in mind. You got the Grandy Man, 3700 bucks versus Gossman leading off. Don't hate that at all. Will Myers and Fran Mill Reyes, both 37. Fran Mill, big GPP type play. We mentioned Kershaw's been good, but he's been giving up at least a home run a game pretty much. So Reyes at 37 can be very, very interesting in that kind of GPP situation. I mentioned, no, where'd he go? Like, if Shebler's in the lineup at 35, it's interesting. And then there's one more I want to mention. And I'm going to search for him because I did not see him when I broke it down. But at the third base position, if you so choose that you don't want to play um, Eugenio Suarez of the Reds, Nick Senzel, he's getting the call. He's going to be playing the outfield. But he's only third base eligible at the moment. He's 3800 bucks on DraftKings. Nick Senzel is 3800 bucks on DraftKings. So he's another guy to keep in mind. He's going to be a fun one. He's a very good hitter. Some of these prospects haven't been panning out yet, but he's very, very talented. So keep him in mind when you're getting it in and uh, building those lineups. All right, recapping your pitching real quick. We'll get on to the stacks, BVP, and send you on your way. Up top, you got Boyd, Kershaw. Kershaw's the top player of the overall slate. Price-wise, I got Boyd just ahead of him. Uh, Sale and then Glass now in the 7 and 8K range. Musgrove, Eikhoff. Eikhoff sneaky good, especially if Soto sits again. Soto's been having back spasms. He sat out the last two games, so that could be big. And then Gaussman and Gray. And then down below, it's Beattie, Ronaldo Lopez, and Jorge Lopez. If you're playing cash, it's Jorge Lopez. But I like the upside of Beattie and Ronaldo when you're breaking it all down. All right, you got Coors in play. Arizona and Colorado, obviously, in your stacks. But outside of that, Tampa Bay versus Dan Straley, outstanding. Texas versus Trent Thornton, very, very good. I like that Tampa versus Dan Straley a little more. Uh, you can attack Jeremy Hellickson with Philly, obviously, especially the left side of the plate, and some Reese Hoskins. Um, you got Milwaukee's just red hot versus Matt, so you got to respect a little bit those. So be careful. Uh, Boston versus Ronaldo Lopez, Detroit versus Jorge, uh, and Cincinnati versus Beattie. All my punt plays, but they, they're punt plays for a reason. If you want to fade them, no concerns at all. Uh, the farther down you go, though, like the Dodgers versus Eric Lauer could be very, very nice. Uh, the Giants versus Sonny Gray could be sneaky. I really think they could be in that ballpark. Uh, Miami versus Gossman could be a nice pesky, sneaky one as well. There's a lot to like on a 13-game slate, and that's why you want to you know, listen to quick hits, get your first looks, then read all the content at the Quant Edge, join the member Discord over there, use promo code Bubba for whatever package you need, the season-long MLB, the first month all-sport, or the five-day trial. Just use promo code Bubba. They'll hook you up there. Or come join uh, the Fantasy Sports Degens, fantasysportsdegens.com, at fantasydegens on Twitter. We have a Slack chat that does all sports. All the sports covered. We degen it out on everything, and it's free. So come over there if you want, and lots of good stuff there. All right, your BVP on this 13-gamer. Brett Gardner, 5 for 13, doubling a triple versus Kyle Gibson. CJ Cron, 5 for 17, two homers off of James Paxton. Uh, you got Melky Cabrera, 4 for 7, the doubling a homer off Brett Anderson. 
Uh, the, the, the Bryce Harper, two home runs off Jeremy Hellickson. Rio Muto, 10 for 36 with a double. Adam Eaton's taking Eichhoff deep. Uh, da, da, da. Whit Merrifield's hitting 480 off Boyd, 12 for 25, four doubles, and a triple against Matt Boyd. That's pretty good. Uh, Starling Castro, 11 for 38, two doubles and a homer off of Gossman. Grandy Man, two homers. Alfaro's got one as well. He's four for eight with a double and a homer. So those Marlins can be sneaky tonight. Freddie Freeman, 8 for 20, two doubles, a triple, and two homers off Urania. Ciarte, 7 for 20, double, triple, homer. Flowers and Swanson taking him deep as well. Marcakis, 7 for 22 with a double. So there's a little bit of action in that Atlanta-Miami game. Could be interesting. Uh, Longo, 10 for 32, four doubles and a homer off Sonny Gray. What else we got? Christian Yellick, 5 for 18 against Steven Matz. Moustakis, Braun, uh, and Hernan Perez have all taken Matt's deep. Charlie Blackman, these are some numbers. A, a 17 for 36, a 472 average, a triple and four home runs off Robbie Ray. Arenado's hitting 355, 11 for 31, and three doubles, a triple and three home runs. Story's taking him deep twice. Desmond and Toppy have both taken deep. Tesman, five for 11, two doubles and a homer. They're hitting 361 with a 483 Woba and a 352 ISO versus Robbie Ray, and he's in Coors Field tonight. So that looks that looks enticing. Nick Ahmed told you how much I like him. He's five for ten with two homers off Tyler Anderson. Yeah, Wilmer Flores, the lefty killer, there as well. Three ninety three Woba, two ninety ISO for the Rocks or the D backs versus Anderson. Franville Reyes one for three with a home run off Clayton Kershaw. Always GPP viable. And that'll do it for your BBP, and that'll do it for quick hits. Fun thirteen game slate on top again. I'm on Twitter at BDintrick. Come check me out there if you need anything. Go check out the Quant Edge promo for Bubba. Go check out Fantasy DGens. Check all that good stuff out. Also, if you give a, a rating or review on iTunes, I'd much, much appreciate it. It really helped the podcast continue to do bigger and better things. But with all that being said, have a great weekend. Enjoy the action. Uh, if you have any questions, again, hit me up in the chats. Hit me up on Twitter. I will help you out. But this was MLB DFS Quickets, your Friday, May 3rd edition. I'm out. 